0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of The Batter. I am your host, Katie Cupcake. I am joined by the lovely Mr. and Sentinel again. How are we doing, guys? I was going to say that good, huh? (laughs) It's
1: been a long (laughs) week.
0: Yeah, it it honestly went so fast. (laughs) Um... No, we are recording these back-to-back. Why? Because me and Mr. had to go to Miami for a wedding, and I didn't want to not have episodes for you guys to listen to while we were gone. So, I'm trying to schedule things ahead of time when I know we aren't going to be around to do so. And, yeah. Uh, we were trying to get a, another person... We're ran- out of time and wasn't able to join us Ren was also going to be here for at least one of the episodes but unfortunately he was too busy <laughs>
2: oh, I see I'm a backup to the backup
0: <laughs> who's the backup their original backup <laughs> so if Ren's the backup and you're the backup to the backup then who's Ren's backing up oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I think I broke one of our co-hosts' brains already. Great start. But yeah, this week we have a little bit, kind of some of these topics touch on the ones that we talked about last week with Silent Hill 2. We mentioned that (laughs) last week, as well as the Until Dawn and uh, Square Enix, so there's and then, like, more fast food type of things. Side of Fantasy 7 Rebirth. So, I kind of like when topics kind of flow into the next weeks by accident. Like, it doesn't always have to happen. Because I kind of try to find things that are, A, kind of fresh and, you know, new within the week that we are recording. And things that, more, more importantly, pertain to me and the people that I'm, I'm having as co-hosts. Because... I don't want to have topics that, like, mean nothing and, and then I'm just, like, the the one mostly talking. So, anyways, we are going to stop off with the Alone in the Dark, Welcome to Deserto trailer. And uh, I had some immediate thoughts when I was watching it. One of them being it was very Layers of, fair, layers of Fear-esque to me. Not in a bad way, I played that game, I actually beat that game, and I'm a wimp when it comes to horror games, so I'm interested. You can pre-order this, and it'll be available March 20th of this year, so just two months, a little under two months when this episode comes out, but I know Sentinel has some thoughts about <laughs> about it, you want to share with the class?
2: Yeah, so... I- it's actually, uh, the, the trailer says Welcome to Deserto, but it should actually be Welcome Back to Deserto. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a remake, actually, of a, a 90s Alone in the Dark game, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, like you said, it should release on March 20th, but you can actually play the uh, the prologue to the game right now. It has over 1,000 reviews on Steam, so it's actually gotten some traction.
1: Oh, nice.
2: Yeah, yeah it came out uh, March of 23, uh, or May of 23, I apologize. Um, but it should be pretty neat. You were talking about the art style. It gave me very L.A. Noir.
0: Okay, so before we started recording, Mr. Also said that. I haven't played those games, so I watched a little bit of someone's playthrough of it. Can't tell you who. I didn't... It wasn't a game for me. Does it Does it look like it's going to play like that game as well to you guys?
1: So, Probably not. I don't
2: I do. know, man. It looked like choices matter. It's classed as a survival game, um, but it looked like it, like choices do matter in the game, so maybe. maybe.
0: Okay, because my other thought was when we were watching the trailer that it was kind of like the Dark Pictures anthology a little bit with the choices thing yeah. that they have going on and the graphics look a little bit like that obviously we're in a day and age where a lot of these companies use similar assets if not the same assets depending on which thing they're building their games in but it looks good I will most likely be playing this for stream at some point yeah and this will be linked for you guys um so you don't have to like go looking for it if you're curious I will have it in the description of the podcast for you to check out on your own but yeah especially the mean dude here he also looks like um what's his face from Stranger Things is that who it's based off of uh
2: no no it's not based off of Stranger Things
0: but no 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 the, the guy the actor <laughs> God, hold on, let me f- find out his name. Um. Quick check. It. No, no, no! I'm googling really fast. Jim Hopper, David Harbor. Yes, it is him. Really? <laughs> yes. Alone in the dark. David Harbor is Edward Carnby.
1: That is amazing, man. So that's why the facial. Animations are so good because they're using face mapping. And yeah, it, yep. it that's face him.
0: Face-to-face. It it looks like a little bit of a younger version of him, but, I mean, mm-hmm. that's so funny. I was like, he looks really familiar. <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: great catch. I, like, I always enjoy when games actually use the actors as the characters. Yeah, for sure.
0: Any other thoughts on the game other than it looked like L.A. Noir or... I mean, it's hard to tell with a, such a short trailer.
1: Yeah, not really. I never... I played one of the Alone in the Darks way back in the day. I think it was a PS3 one. But I don't remember it, really. I remember it was spooky, but I wouldn't say it was really horror.
2: Mm. Yeah, I've actually never played either... Um, any of the, the... I think there were a few of them, actually, when I looked it up. But I've never um never played the series. It It looks really good. I like I've psychological heard... horrors, and it's yeah, as a survival game.
1: Yeah, I've heard a lot. Of, like I know there's a bunch of Alone in the Darks, but I've never heard of like them being huge. Like I know they're big. Like there, there are Alone in the Dark people, but like I don't know any.
0: Yeah, I mean, I it, the the drawings and the characters and everything feel like I've said layers of fear, which I actually enjoyed playing a lot. So I'm excited to try this game out because it's not very often that I get excited about "quote unquote" horror games to play, just because I scream like a bitch all the time, and it gets exhausting. You know what I mean? For sure. Okay, so what is next? Silent Hill 2. Who wants to jump in on on this one?
1: Well, (laughs) I think it would be kind of funny if you did on it because you keep talking about (sighs) Layers of Fear and the team hinting at the drop of it coming is Bloober Team, the team who worked on Layers of Fear.
0: (laughs) I didn't play the original Silent Hill games though, so I kind of feel like I missed out.
1: Some of the three and four i think was all i played i never really played the first or second one
0: and i only watched call me kevin play the original silent hill 2 because that's the one that pyramid has is in right yes and i was really freaked out by the things that have legs on the top of their heads i was like what the fuck is that what is happening in this game like i just i don't the other issue is that, like, I don't really know what the lore is. I don't really know what the whole premise of the game is.
1: That's the fun thing about Silent Hill. You don't know until the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, like, what kind of horror is it? Is it psychological? Is it gory? You know what I mean? Like, I don't both. even really know anything about them games.
2: Both. Yeah, it's definitely both a psychological horror and a, um...
0: Psychological? Okay. Both so basically you like in silent hill 2 we'll use that as an example because a is you know the topic but b so um it's so one that i i physically know things about not just because of my dead by daylight experience but because of seeing bits and pieces of it you like in this like weird town where nobody but these things are are you like in an alternate reality or like psychological thriller so like are you under some sort of thing that makes you dream these things like i don't like it's just weird to me
2: Hit The Fan. Okay. Uh, But I I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh,
1: I know what the story of the game is so I don't want to say too much without kind of like spoiling. Granted it is a game from way back but for those who haven't played it and want to know like without knowing it, it is in a way an alternate reality type thing. Okay. Like if you've seen the movie. The no. movie does it really well to explain what's happening without telling what's happening. Oh, too cool. Um, the movie wasn't terrible, wasn't great, right? But I have seen it a couple times,
2: if that's anything. The uh, the topic at hand was that the um the the dev and the publisher just dropped a, a hint at a 2024 release. Steam Which would be says nice. It's coming soon. Google says really soon. Google says 2024. Huh. Yeah.
0: Uh, so it does and this is what the release is hinting at a 2024 release. I think they would do well if they're able to do it right and get it out this year because there's really not the um, a whole lot exciting me other than rebirth, really.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Power um, is my game this year.
2: <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. Um. Silent Hill. War touched on it last week. Um awesome games done quick 2024 just ended. Um ecdysis ran uh Silent Hill 1, so I am pretty excited to see Silent Hill 2 remade here. So hmm. I'm excited for it to come out. Yeah,
1: cuz I mean, if you have fun series to go through, but I I'd rather than remake the first one so you could play them cuz I'm I'm not 100% sure if the first and second game are the same character. So, why do I have an ad plan? Um,
0: because you don't have an ad blocker.
1: <laughs> no, I, I know, but I just mean the ad just started. Oh, I don't and know. And that threw me off. Because <laughs> it's been quiet the whole time. It's only somebody was talking to me that wasn't one of you two. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> but, um, like, I'd rather it just be from the beginning. But, I mean, Resident Evil... Resident Evil... more of the... The Silent Hill Yeah. Like same thing with Resident Evil. Resident Evil 2 is more the Resident Evil that everybody knows. Yep, that's right. But... but that's just me. But I mean I'm just glad it's being made.
0: Yeah, I mean I do know that it is the Silent Hill that most people reference because of Pyramid Head and the storyline and everything. But it's kind of unfortunate that they're starting with 2 when there's obviously other games. But I guess in order to bring more people into the series and to get back the people that loved the original, I guess it kind of makes sense to start with the second one as well.
1: Mm. We'll have to wait and see.
0: I'm excited. I hope it does come out this year. I think, like I said, I think that coming out this year with there not being a whole lot being announced right now would really help them gra- have people gravitate towards the game too. For those, like for me, who would ever got to play the originals and they're not available to play without like illegal means. <laughs> 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 um, I think that I would be excited if we got like a date of like, I don't know, early summer maybe? sometime in the summer i think realistically it's january so that would make sense but we don't know how long they've been working on it so that's kind of hard to say it's all speculatory in that regards right um so yeah what is next
2: what is next because i'm going <laughs> Something I was pretty excited for was the Intel Dawn movie. Interesting.
0: Yeah, so I saw this and I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy because I didn't really hear talk about it. And then I just randomly came across this article by Screen Rant and I was like, oh, okay. I haven't played the game, so I kind of need to play the game before I watch the movie because that's the type of person I am. But tell us more about your thoughts on it because you've played the game, right, Sentinel?
2: Um it was pretty interesting. There were tons of streamers playing it. Back in, eh, yeah, during the release. it was kind of hard to see someone who wasn't playing this that was at at the top charts of Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been uh, eight years, nine years. Wow. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see them, you know, making a movie that's going to come here come out ten years after the game.
0: Yeah, I think though <sighs> it kind of I don't know, it's hard because like, yeah, it would have been nice if they had brought it out more near the timeline of when the game first came out, but also things just keep progressively getting better in the movie aspect of capabilities oh, okay. and like, I don't really know much about it, so I, I just imagine that it will be quote-unquote easier to make it now than it would have been seven, eight um, years ago?
2: Yeah, I think it'll definitely be interesting. It, it is coming... Gary Doberman um, wrote Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, Annabelle Comes Home, and then The Nun. Okay. Um, so someone has the script right now who has a lot of pedigree in the horror film area. Yeah,
0: heavy horror movies too. And
2: it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Um, the only weird thing to me is that there were like, don't quote me on the number, but something along the lines of 256 variations of endings for the game. Oh, that's a lot.
1: There was so many. Unless they do that thing that that one movie pulled, like, uh, what Clue did back in the day.
0: Oh, they give you the different, yes. I really liked when Clue did that, actually and yeah. Tim Curry was in it, so I mean, you can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, but I think lot, that... Yeah, like, obviously, if it's 250-something, then obviously that would be, like, longer than a Lord of the Rings movie, probably. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if, you, if you could have a, a viewing, that would be a good ending, or a neutral ending, or, like, a really bad ending. Depending on what happens in the movie.
0: And Supermassive Games is doing the the new behavior... Uh but the casting of Frank Stone.
1: Wait, what was what what did you say?
0: Supermassive games. Aren't they the ones who are doing that? The casting awesome. of Frank Stone.
2: I'll check. Uh just on the, the Until Dawn thing. Um uh, mm-hmm. there was there was a Netflix series that was kind of like a robbery um <sighs> like who done it type deal called colitis stuff I, I watched a while back oh so figuring out you know how to do a butterfly effect in uh, in a netflix series is cool because you can pick different episodes doing it in a movie a one shot like a, yeah you sit down at a theater and and uh you go and watch it once it's gonna be hard to like capture the butterfly effect in that mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't disagree with that
0: so, if they do do multiple endings, or I wonder if they. I guess it would be hard for them to see what the most. Like, what the most common uh, ending was. I, or maybe they do know what the most common ending is and then kind of go. They default to that. Or, realistically. Well, yeah. Realistically, I would like to see them incorporate a couple of different answers with like the clue way of things where it shows you different scenarios of how things happened and how it could have ended.
2: Mm-hmm. It would be very cool. But imagine they shoot like five or six different versions and disperse them to, to different theaters around the country yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and don't tell anyone. And you then know, you the buy the song movie song and song
0: then I'm I'm you can lying. well, <laughs> that would be cool so like, and like, What are you
1: talking about? No didn't <laughs>
0: Right. And then you can buy the movie and then it's like, you know, like how Mark did his uh, in space with Markiplier, where you have to mm-hmm. choose different videos to follow to get to the end or whatever. Um,
2: different endings.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. Like that's a lot. But I mean, for the game's sake, that makes sense. Replayability—you can see which yeah. which choice really, you know, affected you in the endings. But for a movie. I guess we'll just have to see again in how they incorporate that and make it enjoyable for the majority of people. Yeah. Right. Cuz you're not going to make everybody happy. It's just unrealistic. Yeah. You you shoot for the majority. Who wants to introduce the next topic?
1: <laughs> what do we have? We got PlayStation Plus free games
2: for February. Who? first uh, yeah. free. I'm interested. So good. This is interesting. Uh because last week we talked about Square Enix cutting down their their titles developed so they can focus on quality. And here we have Square Enix who uh is is releasing a game for Playstation Plus. Um like releasing the game so it can go on PlayStation Plus. Yes. Uh, called Foam Party. Foam Stars. Yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I flub it that bad? You said party. Said party. <laughs> <All right>. party. <laughs> That's funny. Uh,
0: uh, no, Foam I'm starting. like, where did party come from? I was like <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to like figure that out. I was like, oh, I don't know, he's a mix of words or something. Yeah. So it's basically their Splatoon
2: bubbly, it's very pink. Um interesting. I think it'll be I think it'll be great because um
0: and somebody I mean, feels it's a blatant ripoff of Splatoon. Nah
2: no nah, it looks fun.
0: I haven't um, played I Splatoon, Splatoon but fun?
2: <laughs> 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 that's, that's damn take that. That's not what I meant at all. Um but I think it's really neat because it has all of these um these bright uh, pinks and purples. Um, it's a really cool take that, you know, video games used to be, like, a, a male-dominated area, and they're incorporating a, a lot of, like, female and femme area, uh, incorporations into new games, and it's bringing a lot of new people into the space. So. I really think it'll be a great one.
0: Yeah. It, it looks a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, uh, how it plays, what they do with it, and how it rolls.
0: We don't have an exact day for it to be coming out. I guess realistically It'd it would be the, the
1: first. If it's on PlayStation Plus, it's the first Tuesday after the fourth.
0: Okay. That's an oddly specific time frame. Let's look at the it calendar is. really. F- so, the, so yeah, the yeah, the, the sixth.
1: February. It's al- For some reason, it's always the first Tuesday after the fourth. Like, if Tuesday is the fourth, it'll be the next week. It's really weird.
0: Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's new. Uh, Because Game Pass just kind of releases things as they want to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which I like better, because it gives me time to do things and, like, plan out. Because, like, I know just say Resident Evil comes out in three days, right? It gives me three days to get as much out of uh, Power roll where I can leave it at a point where I can come back to it to play Resident Evil. Right. With PlayStation Plus, you get all three games
2: the same day. Yeah. Um, So the release trailer says Foam Stars Party begins February 6th. Oh, it says when it launches 6th of February. (laughs) Yeah. I did Foam Stars, I just wrote down Foam Party
0: it does say uh, further down it does launch on the 6th of February as well so it's reading comprehension is key folks <laughs>
1: i didn't didn't read the date i just knew when it would should when it should around be coming out
2: <laughs> yeah no you were spot on man um but uh, it's yeah, playstation junkie and, and you know even splatoon has a cult following
0: oh is- yeah. yeah
2: this is just going to be a
0: It does. It looks re- it looks really cute. It looks a lot of fun. Who doesn't love bubbles? Like, come on. Bubbles.
2: <laughs> my bubbles. <laughs>
0: Bubble my bubbles. Oh, now I want to watch Finding Nemo. Yep. Movie night. <laughs> <laughs> um. Speaking of Square Enix Sentinel, we have another topic here to touch upon in yeah, the old.
2: They're really in the- It's it's
0: it's for after all of this stuff. It's just for um, after this. Like we're we're pairing down after all of the stuff we've already announced or have to announce. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: this time it's for their Mana series. Um, so this one is Visions of Mana, and it looks really good. I I actually quite like this. The Mana series was a 1991 Final Fantasy adventure. Mm. Um, so it's a JRPG.
1: I think I played one of them if it's not the same series. I'm not sure, I gotta check.
2: It, it, they have a ton of games as part of the Mana series. Um,
0: I love the graphics of it. I love yes. the the visual aspect of it. I haven't, like, Uh, I'm excited to play this one.
2: that was cute intentionally mm-hmm. um, so it, it really does like have like a little warm feeling to the graphics and I think that's going to be like a huge W in gaming
0: Speaking of that word cute because this th- this just unlocked a memory from when I was um, getting my associates in visual arts and somebody said the art that I did was cute and my teacher got offended by them using that word because they it, my teacher felt that it was it, it wasn't uh helpful to the critique but more specifically she didn't like the word adjective. She she felt like it was actually a an insult to call somebody's artwork cute instead of like if uh, for me that's like a, a loving term. Like if I'm saying it's cute, it's like a, something I'm gravitating towards and I want more of. Right, whether it be yeah, art if make
1: something intentionally look cute and don't call it cute, I'm gonna be <laughs>
0: Right. We had to do like this three D 3D project with like foam boards and I made like a little mushroom thing and it was cute and it, it was just weird but like don't cute isn't a derogatory word it is a helpful adjective and for me I gravitate to cute things if you have a cute aesthetic or if you have cute art style then I'm gonna want more of it why do you think Toki has done a lot of my things why do you <laughs> think nep is doing some of my things that you guys will see in the future or if you watch my streams and you are subbed or not subbed to the channel most of my emos are done by one person because he makes really fucking cute things like it's a tangent but i just want to say that cute is not a bad word <laughs>
2: <laughs> no i don't think it's a bad word at all um it, it was it was used it was described as cute intentionally so like i think it'll be great if people call it cute
0: mhm i agree <laughs> And, yeah, it Nintendo 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 and it did look cute and it looked Nintendo.
2: good. Yeah, for sure, man.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, I, I went and looked. Uh, I played uh, Secrets of Mana. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. So I have played one of these. Those, what, PS2, PS3? <laughs> no, it was Nintendo. It was 93. Oh, my <laughs> Atlanta. Okay,
0: okay then. Uh, Super
1: Nintendo, I think, but. Um. Yeah, it,
2: it was, was kind of neat at this uh, Xbox Developer Direct. Um, yes. Linux, even though they said they were trying to, like, uh, kind of narrow their. Their um, variety down so they could work on quality. They said they were trying to bring more to Xbox. So you know that that's stuff like the Final Fantasy series, the Kingdom Hearts series, and now maybe Foam Stars. Even though it's releasing on um, on uh, PlayStation Plus, it might be brought over to Xbox too.
0: Which so. I appreciate. I. I didn't like the whole gatekeeping. It's only for one like I get why they why developers and why console companies specifically gatekeep games for, you know, sales and things like that, but like I I
1: just emotion num- numbers. I
0: was like I want more people to experience the games than less and not like most people can't have all the systems under the sun to play everything. It, it's not realistic. It shit's way too fucking expensive. <laughs> um yeah, I totally agree. So I'm excited that they're coming more things are coming to Xbox. Not because I guess primarily I was an X ex- I was a PlayStation person for a long time. Well, it it was Nintendo and then PlayStation and then it was Xbox for a while because I bought myself an Xbox because I hadn't ever had one. And so I was wanting to experience that side of things, and then I eventually bought myself a PlayStation 3 and 4. And you know, as an adult, you get to do these things. So now I have everything: I have a PC, I have an Xbox, I have a PlayStation, and I have a Switch. And I'm happy. <laughs> do I have time to play everything on those? No. Because I have to work a job. <laughs> <laughs>
2: games that they have right now are the best things ever. Uh, It's so difficult for me to like get off of my computer and onto a Switch right now.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, But there were, there was a Mario game release just for the Switch. Um, It was a Super Mario, (laughs) To look this up <laughs>
0: okay no you're fine i hate when you have like thing that is like at the tip of your brain and right. you you want to say it but you just don't know how to formulate the the words that relate to it
2: um super mario wonder uh, super mario brothers wonder um came out in 2023 for oh yes and it brought all of the fantastic 2d elements that like with playing like Mario on the n64 the NES um, and it brought it to the switch with a better art style so like I really want to go and play the switch right now but I just I, I just don't make time for it I guess
0: <laughs> I want to play Super Mario RPG and Super Mario Wonder but also the price tags and all of these things make make it really hard <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah Last week we were talking about $1 games and now we're talking about $60 games. Let 60
0: or $70 <laughs> games depending on where you're buying it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's hard, man.
0: Um So I guess that kind of dives us into a, a completely different topic where there's a couple of food topics um and we talked oh, no. about Taco Bell last week and now Wendy's oh, is Wendy's. Wendy's is competing with Taco Bell oh, no. on an item that they're adding to. I know Taco Bell just doesn't want to, you know, I leave was, us.
1: Said, I, I saw Wendy's. And was like, oh, cool, we have a chance, and then we we'll circle back to Taco Bell.
0: Yes, yeah. So Wendy's is adding a menu item to kind of compete with Taco Bell. Now I know Taco Bell serves breakfast, or at least they used to. I don't know if they still do, but I never tried it. And Wendy's breakfast is bomb. Dot com. Yeah. Like the breakfast baconator. Mm hmm. Their uh, little wedge fries. is so good.
2: Uh, Taco Bell does still serve breakfast. Wendy's is about to throw hands with Taco Bell, though. hmm. I bet their burrito is going to be great.
0: It's going to be amazing. I, I am not, I've not been upset with any item on the Wendy's breakfast menu. And I don't know why McDonald's was thrown into here because it's really, I mean, I guess because they have like something that burger. they call a breakfast burrito but it's literally there's nothing to it there is very minimal things thrown into the burrito whereas if if you've had the breakfast baconator you know this burrito is going to come out slamming
2: that breakfast baconator oh my gosh
1: fresh cracked eggs american cheese apple with smoked bacon seasoned potatoes breakfast cheese sauce well oh, i know sir. where i'm going
2: for breakfast tomorrow
1: sir, with two packs of cholula hot sauce Yummy
0: Tulu has that a good sounds... heat profile mm-hmm. as well as a good flavor profile. You, <sighs> you good?
1: <laughs> My antivirus kicked in and hell. Oh, <laughs> it's so loud!
0: But yeah, I was talking about how like McDonald's uses folded eggs and it, whatever pre cooked, and Wendy's does everything fresh. But I mean, it, that's whatever. I don't care about that. But I'm very excited for this goddamn burrito. It is.
2: It's way closer than Taco Bell. Mhm. And it arrives tomorrow.
0: Yep, January twenty-second. So it'll be out January by the time.
2: <laughs> it's after midnight. Gotta I go Wendy's back I until three. Oh my god.
0: Um, so it'll have been out for a couple of weeks by the time this comes out, but I, I kind of want to get this when you're here.
1: Yeah.
0: We need to get up and go and get this it's one of the days crazy. before we go to Miami.
2: It's going to be a phenomenal thing. The for the first time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to be not talking, just shoving food into our faces. <laughs> And what more could you ask for in a relationship? <laughs> but uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't say that we also launched a new value offering, our two for three biggie bundles, which drove meaningful sequential sales, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't care. I don't care. I want the burrito.
2: Burrito.
0: Um, I don't think the Taco Bell near me does breakfast because it's a Taco Bell KFC and they don't do a lot of the same things as like just plain Taco Bell restaurants do, but I wouldn't drive across the town that I live in to go and get breakfast from Taco Bell when Bundy's is an option or local like actual food places are also an option, or my fat ass can also just cook at home. (laughs) Like it's for Taco Bell. It's not something that like screams that like I need to have. So I'm excited for Wendy's to have this breakfast burrito. And depending on when me and him get it, maybe we'll do a mukbang for all of you guys and just Um, just do some.
1: I don't need need an excuse to eat too much Taco Bell.
0: No, we're eating Wendy's. That's true. You do prefer you do prefer Wendy's. Uh, Right. Uh, He doesn't like McDonald's, so. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the next topic is an error... <laughs> Let me try that again. An error in speaking? Yeah. <laughs> yes. An Oreo fan... Fra- Alright, somebody else. Take the reins for a second. An
1: Oreo fan favorite product is back at Walmart for the first time in four years. Are they bringing back O's?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. I didn't read the article beforehand. I'm excited. <laughs> they're bringing
0: back the mega stuff Oreos.
1: I didn't know they made mega stuff. But they're bringing back the O's. These were so good.
0: I think were... the regular ones are are available, or at least they were for a brief amount of time.
1: They aren't available here. Oh. I haven't seen them in so long.
0: But I really, this is the issue. when I have like, if you're bringing it back the same way that it was originally created, that I'm okay with it. But when I forget what something went out and they brought it back and it just doesn't taste the same it's not made the same way it's just blah 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 like they look good and I'll for sure try them but yeah so uh, Oreos first came out in the 90s and they have Mega Stuff Oreos that are coming back do we have a date? Mm. they've been discontinued for four years but it's not always an out with old, in with the new mentality, and this is is true for games too. Because we were just we we're in this nostalgia era that I've said for a couple of years now. But we're we're just remaking and re- bringing back things that you know meant something at some point, and um they were short lived because they only sold for a limited time in 2020. Well, I mean, that, that's, 2020 was a blip on the radar of shit hitting the fan. Like, that was a bad year to launch something. Not that they could have foreseen that, obviously, but I'm glad that they're bringing it back when things have calmed down since then.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have more people in the grocery stores now, you have more people Mm -hmm. actually going out and. On the shelf because uh, I really don't think this got a lot of like media attention. So I didn't. People didn't know to order it on on uh, delivery services previously.
0: Correct. Um. Also, they're bringing back the Chips Ahoy cereal.
1: Yes, and that's this month. So if they're not already out now, it'll be out soon. Which, or at least before this video's. Is... Or this podcast out.
0: Which might sound like a hot take, but it looks like the 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 wolf dog thing Quickie cereal. Crisp. Hmm? Quickie Crisp, yeah. That's what I thought it was, but I didn't want to sound like an idiot and say the wrong thing. But it looks like the exact same thing. It's just got Chips Ahoy's name on it. And here's the thing. We've talked about this before, but major companies manufacture at the same place that a lot of off-brand name like store brand things are made of. Mm-hmm. So this could be the same as fucking Cookie Crisp because they could be manufactured in the same fucking place. They just they just either change some of the ingredients or the processes depending on what. But also the family size of the cereal is a one pound box. You're meaning to tell me that a lot of people would just sit there and eat a one pound box of cereal? <laughs> yes. Crazy.
2: Talking about uh, crunchy cereals previously, I yes, they literally the crunchiest things
0: I've ever eaten. The Chips uh, Ahoy ones, so,
2: yeah.
0: Mmm. Yeah. Okay, Cookies Crisps were also very crunchy though, from what I remember. <laughs> like crunchy. you had to wait for your milk to penetrate them to make them like edible. <laughs>
2: if your milk penetrated them, <laughs>
0: <laughs> correct, true, true. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's some new form. God, it's late. (laughs) Uh, Some new food items for you guys to look for. And obviously, let us know if you try them and what your thoughts are. And if you agree with all of our very descriptive words of (laughs) the cereals last week and this week. We talked about the crunchiness of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and different places that make them. This week, we're talking Oreos and Chips Ahoy. Which... Since Mr. will be here for a couple of extra days, maybe we'll go to the store and get something to try.
1: There's Oreos and Yeah. More
0: yes. Oh. E- anyway. I guess that brings us to our last topic, which wow, the flew by. Um I am so excited for this game. I saw it at the Game Awards and I fell in love with it. I am so here for it. Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth is coming out next month, and people are shitting over the pre-order skin.
2: I agree with them. So, have you seen it? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> it's it's. <sighs> it's a base PlayStation controller
0: it's just it's just a skin that you put on the controller so a lot of people are the i think the majority of the disappointment for this realistically comes with the fact that they either wanted like a a playstation 5 bundle that had you know because used to have you know for xbox specifically when halo came out or uh, gears came out the system would be changed into looking like something from the series so the gears of War Five Xbox was red and had scratch marks on it. The Halo one was blue and it was like see through and you could see it was like a computer. So these, there's a lot of people who are mad that they didn't just make the bundle with an actual controller instead of the controller yeah, skin.
1: It's a custom. It's a removable ba- it plate for the
2: controller. Yeah.
1: And um, it
0: looks I like a sticker. Right. And it I, looks I, like I a sticker, not. Like a silicone covering, you know what I mean? So it's it's cheap.
2: Um, yeah, it's not only not... is it cheap, but it, it literally just it's, it's a boring. white cover to go over the white controllers. So yeah. Yeah. it literally looks like the controller. You're not even putting a right. skin on top. It's just it's yeah. very bland. I don't think it's very well done. Um, no, not at all. Talked a lot about Square Enix. They've done a lot of great. That controller this... skin is not one of them. This is
1: where they're cutting costs started. <laughs> <the college>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally, you got the Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth on the touchpad for the controller, and then on the left yeah. you have Cloud, and on the right you have Sephiroth, and then the, the, the buttons are cut out, and that's it. Like, not even the buttons have anything special right. to be put over, like, they're I cut guess. out. No back, either. Like, it's no, just it, the front exactly. of your controller. <laughs> So I understand why they're pissed. Because I agree. For something that is big as Final Fantasy 7 is. Like, because...
1: not even on it.
0: Right. That's not even on the touchpad. It doesn't exist. Um... For a game that is so beloved like Final Fantasy 7, like I've told you guys a billion times, it's my favorite game of all time. I remember being seven years old and grinding it out and loving the storyline and loving Aerith and loving Tifa and the whole thing and to come out with Rebirth, which I mean I'm sure some people have their feelings about it outside of, you know, whatever, but it's a slap in the face because we want quality things and if you're giving us fucking stickers for a controller that it, it it's just like don't even bother like why it's cheap it's it's one-sided it's gonna peel off because it's not like secure and people sweat and you know just like hands, or if you're playing something for many hours, or if you're playing that and then you jump into the next game, it's just it just it's just weird. It's just a weird thing that doesn't seem to have been thought out the way that it should have been.
2: Yeah. I will say though that if if we had to lose a little bit of uh, controller skin quality to make the graphics in the game look a little bit better, I'm fine with Mister's hot take on that. <laughs> So I, I'm super excited for the, the 7 Rebirth the controller skin I mean do I really care about no is it like, cool to have a, a pre-order skin sure but it's trash so. I'd rather have a skin in the game yeah that's true that's true that's a good point huh?
0: see that's like, what the, I the thought that originally was right yeah. so when I was looking for up the topic controller. and I saw the topic I was like oh they're mad about an in-game skin and I was like no they're mad about something for the controller which I fucking that's totally get Like, give me something in-game to change Cloud, or Aerith, or whatever. Like, something. It's just... It feels like their cost for things are going up really, almost too high for a lot of these things.
1: Right to the point where they can't afford to give us something like we want.
0: And then it's like, oh, here's your free thing. And it's like, Fucking keep it. Keep the pennies of this thing that you created and put it towards something that the world wants. <laughs> Charge me a hundred and fifty dollars for the oh. game and a controller. Fine. I don't know. It's just
1: Since you just mentioned $150, I'm just I'm also realizing now that this is the Amazon exclusive edition. Mm-hmm. Is it more expensive?
2: Uh it looks like the deluxe edition for the PS five is a hundred dollars. The PS four deluxe edition is a hundred and fifty why is the PS4 edition more expensive? I couldn't tell you, but that's actually a sale price. Uh, oh my
0: $200. god.
2: Jesus. Um, that's just me doing a quick search.
0: On is the there console. a cross-platform... What? Cross-gen bundle?
1: Cross-gen bundle, possibly. It depends. Well, if there's a PS4 and a PS5 version, usually, depending on the company, it's integrated in general. Um, oh, Square Enix... I okay. doubt it would be one or the other, or one and then the upgrade would cost extra. Hmm. Would be my um,
2: idea to get. i I fucked up. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake was published back in 2019. Um, uh, that PS4 exclusive was for the the remake, not rebirth. Okay,
0: that, that explains the pop the cost though.
2: Yeah, so that Final Fantasy VII rebirth deluxe edition PS5 100.
0: And that's the game with the
2: skin? Correct. Yeah, as long as you buy it on Amazon, it'll come with it. Okay, so you just have to buy it from Amazon to get the skin. Makes sense. Yeah.
1: I was just afraid it was gonna be worth more. Like, oh, you want the Amazon edition? 140. The Amazon Amazon.
2: edition? Actually, when you click on it's only 70. I say only as as if that's not... That's the new
1: norm,
0: unfortunately.
2: yeah. Sadly. So, $70 with the, the little controller skin. You know, the controller skin's not worth it. I'd rather they just take five bucks off the game, but... Yeah. But,
0: okay. okay, so that's almost a day's... Like, a, a day's of work for me. And then might not even... Like, depending on where you live, you might not even make that much in a day. But right. I make, yeah, like, sure. roughly $130 a day working. That's... The majority of that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Sentinel also gave us the link for the skin, so we will, er, not the skin, (laughs) the, oh my gosh, the Amazon game. There you go. I am just stroking out all over the place. Uh, you can pre-order it on Amazon, so go ahead. I am very, very excited for this game. I don't care about the skin. You can keep the fucking controller skin. But which, obviously, doesn't even do me any good because I don't have a PlayStation 5. So... <laughs>
1: um, it's just true. But I was going to say, too, can we um rewind a little bit because there's something I forgot about? Of course. Uh, I'll, ask, I'll ask Sentinel because I'm, I'm more curious about his opinion on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which pre-order do you think was worse? remake or rebirth
2: oh i i am uh this is gonna be one of uh (laughs) katie's hot takes i'm not a fan of uh jrpgs in general okay um so i i paid very little attention to either or
1: okay well the rebirth was the controller skin okay remake was a lanyard
2: Uh, i mean at least the lanyard has uh use every day in your life
1: yeah
0: your keys your work stuff yeah Cause if you don't put it 'cause if you don't put it on right away, then it's gonna get lost somewhere in your house and you're gonna find it ten years later when it might be worth like a dollar <laughs> instead of the pennies that it costs them to make it so because it's an Amazon exclusive and no shade to Amazon, but they third party source a lot of their stuff, so.
1: yeah any that the uh the lanyard's worth fifteen dollars right now on ebay and what what
0: what does the lanyard say
1: it's just your generic final fantasy it's hang on let me um if you look in the chat page right now i'll post it
0: okay Okay, so it says Final Fantasy VII Remake and then you have the characters on it. So
1: That was the pre order bonus for the remake game that everybody was waiting years for.
0: Better than what you're getting for the skin. Is my opinion. That that lanyard has more use. It is going to last longer than the skin would on the controller for various different reasons. Yeah. And it's cute. Like you get to rep something that you love while, you know, having your ID for work or whatever. You could attach it to your keys, however you want to use it. Uh, it's like a no-brainer for me. Like, they, <laughs> obviously they probably didn't want to do the same thing that they did for a remake that they were doing for Rebirth. But, like, a fucking controller skin? It's not even the entire controller that just has Cloud and Sephiroth when, realistically, it should have Aerith?
1: the meteor different colors
0: yeah like it should be like pretty like- and colorful it, it, I think the meteor and Aerith should have been on there because the trailers that we've seen Aerith is basically the, the key thing that they were focusing on to showcase right? right her singing and I don't know it's it could have done better they should have done better
1: yeah because I'm always big on Custom controllers are just, like, designed controllers, because I have a few of them. Right. Like, I've always got, like, for my PS4, I've got the camo controllers, the white controller that I got. I have a controller that looks like it's made of wood. That's pretty neat.
0: Now, he gave That's me his Portal different. PlayStation I controller. Like
1: the PS5 controller, because it's that solid white with the black in it, and it's got a sharp look to it, but... It's always just been...
0: Yeah, I gravitate towards like, controllers that have so like different designs on so them so than the plain right. ones. Mm-hmm. Like, I I have my own qualms and issues with, like, the silicone covers as well. But at least you can take it off, you can wash it, and it's not gonna disintegrate.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, the, the skin will probably be like a snap-on plastic piece, so yeah. it'll it'll be at least reusable if you want to wash it and take it off. But it's just so poorly designed.
0: I don't know. It honestly just looks like a sticker to me.
2: That would be very funny if it was just a sticker.
1: It- That so would be just an insult.
0: Let's see if I can find...
2: Uh, What the f- Both divisions of mana, the foam stars looks great. They have Final Fantasy in the works. That that controller skin uh does not seem to be their highlight, but hopefully no. we can get past that as a community. Tee hee
0: <laughs> mm, Basically just all shitting on the skin aspect and so I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen a controller skin since the 360 days, and they were quite shit back then as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, they Some people find it's going to be problematic with a haptic touch response on the center pad with the sticker being on it.
2: Very interesting. Yeah, yeah it could. I didn't even think about that.
0: So, I don't know. Uh, the way that they're talking about it is sticker-esque, because they're talking about putting things on their switches and uh, like old 3DS systems, so I uh, put a D brand skin on my Steam Deck. The edge of the sticker is underneath the kill switch case, so I don't feel the edges of it. It looks nice. And the material is made of feels nice to touch, but I'm sure so basically they're saying it could have potential. It just doesn't look like it has potential, but most of the people are saying it it shit. Why are Why are you doing this?
2: That's awesome.
0: Um. Yeah. But uh, that was that was this week's uh, episode. Any any lasting thoughts from anybody?
2: I don't um, think I have anything say all that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be going to Wendy's tomorrow morning.
0: <laughs> do tell if you actually do. Please tell me how it is. Uh, because I definitely want to go grab grab it, but obviously. It, Uh, yeah, and we'll be getting the Oreos, (sighs) Oreo's. God, it's hard talking. Anyways, I think that's going to do it for this week. It should be the end of this one. Let's, let's be real. Let's, let's just call it like it is and this should be the end of it. Uh, thank you so much for you guys joining me on this week's episode as well. I had a lot of fun. Uh, Square Enix definitely got the piñata uh, treatment the last couple of weeks. Hopefully hopefully Rebirth doesn't uh, disappoint us and we can go back to filling them back up with more candy instead of being the shit out of it for some. Uh, yeah, so make sure you guys check out Sentinel below. Check out me and Zach's YouTube channel. And obviously you can find me on Twitch and here and on twitter and like just just search at katie cupcake on anything and i'm probably there except for that one site (laughs) uh but yeah thank you guys for listening and make sure that you like comment and share the podcast because we have big plans and i'll catch you guys on the next one good night